0: Welcome to our uh next episode of Sunday Prep. Jim, how are you doing this morning? Good
1: morning, Father Matt. I am uh I'm doing great today, Father. Um, as we're recording this, um, it is officially everyone's back to school. Uh everyone is in the building and uh, on a very personal level. Um it's it's nice to have my house a little bit quieter my office a little bit quieter so uh, I am delighted to have everyone back and in, back in a routine and it's also it's good it's good for the kids to kind of have their uh you know their steadiness of a schedule and get back to the classroom so but it's a it's a good time right now today's a very good day how are you doing I'm I'm the same
0: I'm just so happy to see so many faces around I know uh you know one uh, for once, uh, yeah, when the summer comes, oh, yeah, it's it's so nice to, to have this time of a little quietness, especially around here. Uh, you know yourself, uh, how busy this place can get. Uh, like literally, the parking lot sometimes is filled for the all, mostly, oh, most of the day here, so uh, there's always something happening, but at the same time, you know, don't see, don't interact with anybody, and that's just not my thing i need to i need to be among people so so i'm happy everyone is back i am happy that everyone is uh uh ready to to begin uh to do something new uh because like like every year every every day is something new and um we are discovering more uh what is it around us too so i'm happy you're happy uh we have your quiet time uh, as a parent especially but i'm happy uh, i don't have that silence anymore too because that will make me <laughs> uh, go and do things around
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah
0: so um but um as always hey guys uh week is almost going so quickly and uh we are coming um, to our next Sunday, uh, to to meditate upon the Word of the Lord and what he what he is teaching us, and you know, in the light of of uh, the things that are just starting, uh, the readings, uh, especially for me, um, uh, speak uh, very strongly on on those things that we uh, really need to focus uh, in our life. Um, and as always, we are talking before the the videos, and um, you know, there's. Um, we stopped a little bit for uh, at this reading all me put it this way uh at the first reading from the uh, book of prophet ezekiel um because it may sound a little scary uh to to all of us and i will tell you in a second why um let me just read the just the one sentence um from from the reading um the uh but, but hold on and uh, i even i lost myself in the reading uh but if you warn the wicked trying to turn him from his way and he refuses to turn from his way, he shall die for his guilt, but you shall save yourself. And the previous uh, sentence was uh, the opposite. If the if you are not helping, uh, then you shall die and God will take us responsible for that. Yeah, you know, as, as a priest, um, yeah, that speaks uh, pretty heavily uh, to me. Because yes, I myself uh, have taken this very responsibility to to go among sinners, to speak to them, to teach them about the mercy of God, and uh, to turn uh, from their ways, who are uh, not good, who are not which are not leading to towards God. Um, and um, if I do refuse that, or I will be teaching the opposite, what what will happen then? Uh, where will that lead me or the other person? Well. Uh, definitely not towards God and God will take me accountable for for those actions, for my actions, um, as well as uh, the one to whom God sends me. And so, um, but at the same time, God uh, reminds us that um, as we are walking, as we are following him, as we are learning about his ways, and especially, uh, for example, priests or religious, we are discovering um, the ways of the Lord uh, more deeply, uh, more carefully, uh, we are given this time to um, deepen ourselves in that, uh, in those ways, in the ways of the Lord. Um, but he, at the same time, is reminding us that we cannot keep it to ourselves only, that we are not to uh, hold what God is teaching or trying to tell the person. But then how do we do that? Um, how do we say to a person, okay, you're a sinner, you need to convert, otherwise you're going to go to hell uh yeah that would be probably the easiest way to to do it but that's not the way god wants us to do it god wants us to approach with love with care with compassion with understanding uh so it's not like we are going to to condemn the world and then okay let's hope somebody will convert no we are going to show who god is and how much time he is giving us what is it the time can be year, can be two, can be lifetime. We don't know that at the end, at the same time, we cannot assume that it is our actions, our world, our words, uh, that do that. It's the word of God who is constantly at work, okay? And I will, I want to highlight that constantly at work. Um, so giving it a time that is uh, given to me and to others i need to use it to its fullness okay and i need to try and sometimes yes it feels like why nobody is listening it's so clear it's right there it's so obvious why are they not yes those questions come to us too yes they do they they come to our mind they come to our heart um and but at the same time we cannot um put that, uh, then, okay, we haven't done anything. No, we need to do whatever we can. Um, and we can. We need to use the time that was given to us. Now, at the same time, how do we do that um, in the everyday life? How do we approach people? How do we talk? We pray, we speak to them, and uh, we, will, we may see first uh, response will be rejection. People will just say, okay, you're... You're talking stupid um, I don't want to listen to you but why not putting a seat? why not just trying uh, to do something because if we turn around t- turn away and just do nothing well that's not the intention that's not what we are called to do and we are called all the Baptists we are called to do to spread the good news to go into the lands of different hearts and here I'm telling you this. Go to the lands of different hearts. I'm not telling you to go to another country. I'm not telling you to go to another state. Go to the lands of uh, hearts because that's what we need to do. The word of the Lord is known in the world today. The world, the Lord himself is known, but either people reject uh, what he is giving us or uh, disagree with it. There are so many different reasons, and especially in our culture today when so much can be offered all right so much can be given and at the same time uh after some of the time that was given to us everything seems that it's nothing uh because there is there is no uh firm intention of of eternity but wrapping it up all together when we listen to this reading on sunday um it's not that god wants to scare god wants us to be reminded of the mission that he entrusted to us the mission to proclaim him the mission to speak about him the mission to go into the lives of the people and uh, be not afraid because we are called to do this we are we are uh, we were asked to do this and we said yes to it so uh god is reminding us of the promise that we have made uh by saying yes we are ready to go and and preach his word the good news to the world so that's where my mind is going uh that's what uh, i want to share with you today and uh i'm going to pass it down to jim <laughs>
1: um well you know father this i you know we were saying before as you mentioned that you know this is there's a lot of intensity here in this reading um and i'm sure i don't know you know the church has this plan and i don't know who's behind the plan of sculpting out the readings and kind of there's always these kind of themes that seem to run through and uh you know i don't know who's decides that like for the 23rd sunday in ordinary time this is going to be like you know tough evangelization sunday you know but for however it came about there's there's a kind of uh an intensity here that i i think is very obvious and it kind of carries through all the readings um i have three kind of thoughts uh kind of swirling through my head and the first is this which is to say something like um i don't know like i almost want to kind of cry out to god like why are you asking me to do this like <laughs> i stink at this and most of us stink at this like you know the the reading from ezekiel here um it, it's the lord speaking and he's giving the instructions um to the prophet to go out into Um, speak to the sinner, speak to those who are wicked, and try to get them to change their ways. And if they listen to you, great. If they don't listen to you, well, they'll die. But if you don't tell them, they will die, and so will you. And so suddenly, like, Ezekiel's like, I have to carry the burden of doing this task that's going to be really difficult. And I'm sure Ezekiel's thinking to himself, like, why don't you just do it yourself? (laughs) You know, like, this would be much easier. And I think you know there's an initial response in the process of evangelization where, um, you know, Father Matt, I don't know exactly how it plays for you, but I'll speak for myself that you know, growing up, there was, um, you know, moments of of struggle with faith, but there was a kind of, um, how would I describe it, a, a kind of conversion like experience when I was late high school that made the faith very easy, and so kind of studying and falling more in love with the Lord became easier. It it wasn't as challenging. Whereas other people, it's a, it's a very real struggle. Like they can be presented with all of the arguments. They can hear all of the grass preaching and, you know, listen to this person and read this book and, you know, pray this way. And they still struggle. And so, um, there is a gift that has been given. I know to me, the gift of faith. And I know to you too, father, and how, how you came about in your uh, um, personal experience and all of us who, who believe there's always a gift of faith, but with that gift, there's kind of this um, either implied, you know, uh, implicit or explicit command to now go and share this with everybody or with your parents or with your siblings or And I think that initial reaction that we have is sometimes like, why, why do I have to do this? Why can't you just do this? Like, this is really hard. Like, um, but I I think that we're maybe looking at it the wrong way, right? Because, um, so my first thought is kind of this kind of like guttural reaction, like, Lord, why do I have to carry the burden of telling everyone when they could maybe laugh at me, spit at me, reject me, make fun of me, like treat me bad, reject me, fire me. I could, you know, have all these problems. But I think it's rooted in ultimately the opportunity to participate in the divine life, to be more like God, right? God, who um, wants us to share in his life, allows for us the experience to be like him, to bring the work of salvation to others. Not that we become the Savior, that's not what I mean at all, but we get to kind of introduce people to the Savior, and I think that is a very godlike thing to do. And I'm not saying that like, you know, those who, you know, work formally in the church are godlike, but any Christian can do this, you know, by sharing the good news of the gospel. You become a, a kind of a participant in the divine life um, by introducing them to the Savior. So that's my, my, um, my first thought. My second thought is this, is that there's, there's kind of an urgency here. Um, which seems very, very obvious. And that urgency can be, I think, intimidating and frightening because you know we get caught up in the busyness of the day. But the thought that comes to mind is um, you're gonna think this is ridiculous, like most things I say probably, um, is the teenage mutant ninja turtles. So <laughs> so a couple of weeks ago, your father Matt has no idea what happened. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago, um, uh i took my kids to go watch it was in the theaters teenage mutant ninja whatever they they came out in i don't know the 80s the 90s i remember as a kid watching them and i loved them so i took my kids thinking like all right this is for them like they'll they'll like it and i sat there just like this is fantastic it was fun it was like entertaining it's a cartoon but i was like this is really entertaining anyway when i came home i was like so delighted by the movie that i kept like talking to my wife who didn't go i was like oh the movie was great they did this and I wanted to tell people about it because I had like a delightful experience and I wanted to share it. Well, that's ridiculous, of course. And I'm not comparing the savior of the universe to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. But the idea that when we experience something uh, good, we tend to want to share it with others. And if we really experience the love of God, there's a um, there should be something within us and not kind of a fearful like, oh, I have to go tell people about Jesus or else I'm going to get in trouble. But hopefully kind of like a, wow, this is great. I want to tell people this is good. So that's maybe my second thought. Um, my last thought would be kind of t- t- tying in the gospel. If we were to skip down to the gospel reading, um, there's a lot of things happening here. But Jesus is is giving kind of what's at the beginning of the gospel, what's typically referred to as, uh, you know, how to do fraternal correction, right? So he says, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens, you want him over. If not, bring a few witnesses great. If he doesn't listen to them, go tell the church. If he won't listen to even them, then, you know, say goodbye, you know. Um, But I think the initial response to this is that we like to kind of think of um, going out and telling people their sins and be like, okay, like, you know, you did this wrong and you shouldn't sin this way and you need to change your lifestyle that way. And we think like, oh, see, they got upset. I guess they just don't love Jesus. Maybe they should change their ways. But I think it's interesting just to kind of as a thought experiment to flip it around to um, put ourselves in the shoes of the person who's being corrected. And I think we don't like to be corrected at all. I know I don't. Um, And whenever we are corrected, whether it's by a boss or by a friend or a spouse or even your kids, um, there's a kind of humbling aspect to it. And I think that something that goes hand in hand with this idea of kind of going out and preaching and sharing the good news and trying to get those to kind of uh, maybe repent from sin is that we need to be acknowledging of our own sins and our need to kind of be corrected, hopefully corrected well with kindness and charity, but to be corrected however it comes to us and have the humility to recognize I was wrong about this and to to seek uh, forgiveness however that looks so anyway those are my three random and disconnected thoughts for today that may or may not be helpful to anybody out there so i don't know what do you think father
0: well there are so many always thoughts uh, that the lord is giving us sometimes it's, it's really hard to focus on one um but um, when we begin when we start doing something it's better to start with one thing not uh, open three different and just leave them open like that so Who knows? Maybe one of yours or mine will will open the new door. So let's hope uh, the Lord will speak to you uh, in a greater way uh, to help and enrich your life, uh, because that's his intention. So let him, allow him to do it for you, uh, as we do ourselves to the best of our ability uh, in our everyday life. And so God bless you. We'll see you all Sunday. And uh, parents... Do enjoy this little silence time at home. We have it all here now. (laughs) God bless you all.
1: Bye, everybody.